welcome to episode 6 of the St. Effects Economics Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Catch, the Chair of the Economics Department at St. Francis Xavier University. Today's special invited guest is Grace Tompkins, a 2019 grad in statistics at St. Effects and who's currently pursuing a PhD at the University of Waterloo. So, Grace, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and uh, why you decided to come to St. FX? Fifteen minutes outside of Truro, and I decided to go to St. FX because I wanted um, small class sizes, and it was a familiar area. I didn't want to be too far from home. I've had a lot of family members that went to St. FX, and it was just a really natural choice for me. So, mm-hmm. I did my undergrad there, yeah. Okay, perfect. And... Uh, you did a, a uh, your degree in statistics, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. So there's kind of a, it's not a full major, but I kind of found myself loving math. So I was in a general science program, and then I kept taking these math courses, really liked them, decided to major in it. And then I found out about the statistics concentration. Mm-hmm. So I just had to take a couple more courses, and I really, really loved them. So yeah, I ended up with a Bachelor of Science and a concentration in statistics. Now, this is quite unusual for someone on an economics podcast, but, you know, at the same time, I want to feature as many different students as possible in the podcast. Now, you took a handful of economics courses at St. FX, correct? Yeah, so I think I was one course short of a minor, um, and it just didn't work out for me in the end to get it officially on my transcript. But, yeah, so in my first year of university, I had a bit of a struggle with mental health and I ended up dropping one of my first term courses and I think a lot of students can relate to this because it's difficult to pick up a course when a lot of the first year courses are um, six credits. Right. So one of my only options was actually an online version of Econ 101 mm-hmm. and I ended up, taking, ended up taking that in the summer and I found it really relaxing and really nice and it was kind of cool to see even if the math wasn't super fancy, it was really cool to see all the applications. So yeah. the following year, I decided to take the precursor course 102. I took 201, 202, and then eventually ended up in econometrics 1 and 2, which were honestly some of my favorite courses that I took at St. of X. So, yeah, I had quite a bit of econ in there. So I really, really enjoyed it. So just just to give some of the listeners a bit of a background here in terms of the economics and the math related to it, uh, the first year courses basically have very little math, so a lot of it is very graphical-based analysis. But as you progress through the streams in, in economic theory, you start picking up a little bit more math. You get introduced to calculus a little bit by second and third year courses. And uh, then we come to econometrics, which is really a combination, correct me if I'm wrong here, maybe this is just my interpretation, but a bit of a combination of economic theory, statistics, mathematics, uh, computer science. Would that be a nice way of, of summarizing econometrics? Yeah, it was one of those really nice courses where if you're not really sure if you like the more theoretical side or the more applied side, you get pretty much the best of both worlds. There's a ton of theory in the course you use linear algebra, matrix algebra, um, calculus, all the types of math that you've already been exposed to, but it's not, it sounds intimidating, but it's presented in a way that it's pretty natural to learn. And then you also get the computer application. So the year that I took it was 2018 and 2019, and we used the programming language uh, data, right, or STATA, however you want to pronounce it. 
so yeah, you also get a little bit of coding um, experience. And even if you never use that language again, your skills are transferable to others. Like in my current research, I usually use the languages um, Python or R. So yeah, it's like skills that are just kind of transferable, even if you don't use that language. Now, it's quite interesting because uh, in, in episode four, we also spoke to a previous grad who also ended up using Python and R in her current job. So that was a very interesting segue, how Econometrics kind of prepared her to learn these other languages that could be applicable. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so uh, again, so what are you up to now since you graduated? You graduated in 2018, I believe? Yeah, I graduated in just last year in 2019. 2019. I kind of had a quick turnover. So I spent, after I graduated, I spent the summer, later half of the summer in Annie Ganesh doing another research term with my thesis supervisor, which was in epidemiology and statistics. Mm -hmm. And then in September, I moved to Ontario to pursue a master's degree in math at the University of Waterloo, and I majored in biostatistics. Mm -hmm. And then I just finished that about a week ago. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Next week, I start my PhD in biostatistics at the same university. So oh, oh, fantastic. Pretty quick. Yeah, so that's at the University of Waterloo again, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so what, what uh, in terms of transition from Santa Fax to a place like Waterloo, what have you found most challenging or what have you found you know, less challenging in terms of the transition? So I can't speak for the undergrad life because I did my undergrad at Santa Fax, but Honestly, it was smoother than I expected. Um, the class sizes for a, my program, at least, were still fairly small. Maybe 30 people would be the maximum in a class. So that was really nice because at St. of X, my class sizes ranged from three in some of my upper year math courses to the undergrad um, first year courses, which were upwards of 100. Mm -hmm. So it was nice in that regard. And even socially, it was fairly easy to make friends you know you're all in the same program together and you, you see familiar faces in all of your classes and I have met some really great people here so that was really awesome but I am curious to see as how that's going to be in a pandemic since I'm doing my PhD online at least for the first term so it'll be interesting it was definitely different than St. of X um, especially just navigating living in a city like there's no <laughs> one main street in Annie Ganesh and you have everything and you're, you live two minutes away from your school. Like I had to learn how to ride public transit and stuff. It was a bit embarrassing at first, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad of a transition. I was expecting a lot worse. Right. To be completely honest, but well, that's, yeah, it was, it was smooth. That's great. Uh, you probably noticed, I mean, while conducting your research at Santa Facts with your supervisor, I mean, there's a lot of close one-on-one -on -one interactions, right? I mean, in terms of discussing research and going over drafts and what have you. And a lot of that also carries over to the PhD, where you have the same kind of relationship with uh, senior professors. So how do you think that's going to work now under the pandemic? I mean, I guess you can't meet one-on-one -on -one too often, or are there still opportunities for that? Yeah, I'm actually not quite sure. So um, my master's program was set up, so I did courses for the first two terms. So September to April, May, end of April, early May, I was just doing coursework. And then I did kind of a, a research paper. It wasn't a full thesis. They just call it a master's research essay from May to August. Right. So that was, I already had the experience of working 
online remotely. I actually ended up moving back to Nova Scotia for the duration of the pandemic. Right, well, right. I mean, it's not over yet, but for the height of it. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty smooth, actually. My supervisor was very, very accommodating. And actually, he has a vision impairment. So there wasn't much difference between us just speaking on the phone versus okay. navigating um, our research together through email and audio calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was actually something I learned was like a bit about accessibility and you know, we we take a lot of things for granted, like being able to meet one on one and discuss our research visually and Right, right. So yeah, it's been it's been cool to navigate that as well and something to consider always. But yeah. it's been pretty smooth for the for the most part and right. we got the paper done and I mean that's all you can ask for. It was definitely not how I planned it to finish my degree at my parents' dining room table yeah, in exactly. Nova Scotia. Yeah, you <laughs> weren't the only one, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little it was an abrupt end. I just kind of submitted my paper and was like, Okay, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, it it's different and it takes a bit of getting used to, but I think for the PhD, at least on the time that we're online, which may be into the winter, we're not really sure yet. It will be similar in that sense, and I'm right. hoping that we'll be able to meet person within the year, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, well, going forward, what, are you, what will your long-term plans be? So after the PhD, what, where would you see yourself in three, four, five years' time? Well, I hope I'm done my PhD by then. Right. Um, I'm aiming for four years, but we'll see what happens. Um, I did a lot of TA work in my master's and also my undergrad, and I even had the opportunity to fill in for one of my professors as a lecturer for a day oh, nice. during my undergrad in my fourth year at St. of X. So mm-hmm. I really do enjoy teaching and I really do enjoy the research aspect as well. But I could also see myself in the industry. Um, I don't have any solid plans. I've just kind of been going with the flow. I mean, if you asked me four years ago when I was just in the height of my undergrad if I would have been doing a PhD I absolutely would have said no (laughs) like grad school was just sort of this natural well I don't have a job yet sounds like a good idea it's only 12 months it's yeah it's just not something that I ever expected to do either um I'm a first generation university graduate as well Mm -hmm. so I never had that pressure from my parents to say oh you have to go on to grad school you have to get your PhD so it was really nice for me to be able to make these decisions for myself as well. And they're obviously very proud of me and I couldn't ask for anything better. But yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I, I think teaching, but we'll see how that changes when I maybe uh, get more right. experience with TAs. But yeah, it's definitely something I'm considering. Well, and I'd love to move back to the East Coast. Right. Well, that's great to hear. I mean... It was interesting how you noted that four years ago you never thought that you'd be doing a PhD program. This could be an interesting lesson for some of the first-year students who might be listening. Um, you know, you never know what might happen down the road, and so be prepared for everything. So what kind of advice do you think you'd give for any incoming students at St. FX this year? So I would say just breathe. It's going to be okay. It's completely overwhelming. I've been in your shoes. I mean, when I started um, St. of X, I didn't think that I would finish. I was kind of very surprised when I graduated, even though I it wasn't the academics that was so scary for me. It was just, it's very stressful to be 
an undergrad and be transitioning into this new phase of your life. So I think just take it easy and try to enjoy things when you can. It flies by. I mean, four years sounds very daunting, but you're going to blink and then you're going to have the ring on your finger. Yeah, I would say just try to enjoy it as much as you can and don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's cool. It's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Those are pretty wise words to live by. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So again, we wish you best of luck in your PhD studies, and hopefully that uh, you know things start normalizing pretty soon. And uh, yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, we're we're really happy to have you online with us today. So uh, again, best of luck with your academic year, and thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks so much. It's so nice to talk to you again. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.